Hello and welcome to the Fitness for Sport podcast by Athletic Strength UK. This is your host, Connor Stewart. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of the Fitness for Sport podcast. I hope you're enjoying all the content so far. As always, if you like something, if you don't like something, if you want me to cover a certain topic, all you've got to do is get in touch with me. Best way to get in touch is through Instagram at Athletic Strength UK. I'm pretty active on there. I'll always reply to any messages. So today's episode is about CBD, athletic performance. How does CBD influence athletic performance and what should you be worried about? Are there any red flags? Is it banned by WADA? Cannabis is banned by WADA. So why isn't uh, CBD? It'll cover all manner of things and for the listeners out there who are looking to go pro semi-pro are aspiring to be at that level and are interested in using CBD this is definitely the podcast for you and even if you're not looking to get to that level but are just interested in how it can affect your training what you should look out for where you should go then definitely this is the one for you. What I would say just before we get started is that what I'm about to say, I'm not encouraging anyone to do anything. I'm not saying you all need to go out and use CBD. I'm certainly not encouraging anyone to go and use cannabis or any other illegal drug. It's not professional medical advice either. So If after listening to this you decide you want to try CBD and you want to see how it goes, I would firstly recommend you going to see your doctor or some other medical professional just to see if you've got any underlying issues or symptoms that might be complicated by the use of CBD. Always cover your own bases first before you start using any sort of supplement or anything like that. So... I'm not encouraging you to do anything. Go seek professional medical advice if you want to try CBD. And this podcast is just here for you to make better decisions. I'm here to give you all the information. It's down to you what you do with that information. So without further ado, let's jump straight in and talk about what is CBD. So CBD is one of the derivatives of cannabis. The two main derivatives, excuse me, of cannabis are CBD and THC. And we'll get into both of those in a bit, how they're similar, how they're different, why one is more beneficial than the other. But before we get into all that, I think we should start right at the top and talk about how cannabis is processed in the body. So the two main cannabinoid receptors in the body are CB1 and CB2. The CB1 receptors are located in the central nervous system, so your CNS, and there's a high density, which means there's a lot in a concentrated amount um, of these receptors in the cerebral cortex, hippocampus, amygdala, striatum, and cerebellum. Now, these are all the areas which are responsible for the behavioural effects of cannabis. So if you have previously used cannabis, you will have noticed that your behaviour changes, your mood changes, certain parts of your physiology also change. And these are all, all the areas of the brain which are responsible for those actions. The CB1 receptors 
are all in those areas and they're in there in quite high concentrations or volumes, whatever. The CB2 receptors are located in the periphery. That means they're in your blood vessels, capillaries, etc. So your central nervous system is like the center of your body. That's why central nervous system. And then your periphery is things like your blood vessels and capillaries. And these are responsible for the modulation of the immune system. And they also modulate the activity of neurons. Now it's important to say at this point that there are natural cannabinoids that have been found in the human body, specifically the endocannabinoid system or the ECS. Um, consuming CBD increases these amount of natural cannabinoids found in your body uh, which simply may help you return to homeostasis after intense competition or intense training and exercise. So that's how cannabis itself is processed by the body, what the important or where the important receptors are. Uh, it's important to understand this for what we'll talk about later. But for now, we'll go on to CBD versus THC. So as I said before, cannabis is broken down into two main components, THC or tetrahydrocannabinol, and that is the psychoactive component in cannabis. THC is responsible for giving you that high feeling you get when consuming cannabis. THC produces substantial changes in human behavior through two main routes, that is psychological and biochemical. Its effects are quite well known, but it includes euphoria, sedation, relaxation, lack of concentration, things like that. If you've ever been around somebody who is high, then you know what I'm talking about. The characteristic effects of THC on the brain are similar to that of other drugs of abuse, such as nicotine and other more hard drugs. Uh, the research definitely shows it, it does have the same effect on the brain as things like cocaine. So when people say it's a gateway drug, they're not just scaremongering or fearmongering. It you know this is backed by research. It is there for you know it's said for a reason. Um, THC can be detected in your blood for seven days, but it can be detected in your urine for up to twenty eight days. So that is something to uh, note for all of you who might be stung by anti-doping or anything like that. Now, CBD modulates the effects of THC in your body. So where THC gives you that high feeling and is responsible for all these psychological and behavioral changes, CBD sort of combats that and brings it into line to a somewhat, I'll say neutral level, but you know, it's not really neutral. Uh, CBD is where most of the benefits of cannabis people speak of come from. So CBD's benefits include reducing muscle inflammation after hard training or competition, settling stomach distress or discomfort, or medically this is known as the GI or gastrointestinal uh, distress, discomfort, and it also improves sleep quality 
uh, by quite simply storing more adenosine triphosphate or ATP in the brain. Uh, it's a bit complicated, but that is the essence of how it improves your sleep. Cannabis is quite a well-known pain reliever. It is a good alternative to non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs such as things like paracetamol and morphine. But it is THC that is mostly responsible for that pain relieving uh, effect, if you will, rather than CBD. But we will get onto that a bit later. So if CBD and to a wider extent cannabis can have sort of these benefits and such why is it banned by WADA so why is cannabis banned by WADA but not CBD so a bit of background on this cannabis was banned in competition by WADA in 2011 and still is to this day however WADA has increased the amount of metabolites in a urine sample from 15 nanograms to 150 nanograms per milliliter. If you remember back to what I said earlier, cannabis in urine can be found for up to 28 days. Now, this could mean you consume cannabis or THC out of competition, but because it's still in your system for that long, you could flag up a positive test in competition. So the reason why it was such a huge increase is due to that time length and giving athletes sort of more, more flexibility and, and it just makes it a bit more lenient towards the athlete. So the process WADA goes through to decide if a drug or a supplement should be banned in competition is through three different sets of criteria. The first one is, is it a potential health risk? The second one is, is there a potential to enhance performance? And finally, is it in the spirit of the sport? So the short-term health risks of cannabis include increased heart rate, hypotension, so that's uh, increased blood pressure, stress, uh, etc., and dizziness. The additional effects that could also be harmful to an athlete in competition are a loss of vigilance, increased reaction time, and memory loss. And due to those sort of three factors, long-term use can cause cardiovascular damage, it can cause psychological damage uh, as well and THC increases dopamine to a similar level to that of cocaine. Now, even though THC does not have any detrimental or beneficial physical effects in terms of strength, cardiovascular fitness, etc., THC increases impulsive reactions, leading to more risk-taking behaviour. Now, it's been suggested that THC reduces anxiety, allowing athletes to better perform under pressure and alleviate stress in competition. Also, it's been claimed that cannabis use can improve concentration and reduce pain, which would be beneficial in many different sorts of sports. So it's sort of got this two-tiered effect, as it will. It can 
reduce your anxiety and alleviate competition stress which means you're potentially better able to make important decisions in critical moments in a sporting competition but it can also lead to a loss of vigilance and an increased reaction time which is potentially quite dangerous depending on what sport you're in. Finally, due to cannabis being illegal in much of the world, it is considered against the spirit of sports competition and therefore banned. It's only banned in competition, however, due to the argument that out-of-competition testing would go too far in violating athletes' privacy and delve too much into their private lives. So, to summarise, it's got potentially serious short-term health risks with also very serious long-term health risks with chronic use. It has a certain degree of uh, performance enhancement and it is against the spirit of the sport. So due to it ticking all three of those boxes, it has been banned in competition by WADA. Now, as CBD is only one compound of cannabis and is not responsible for the negative effects discussed, it's not banned by WADA. Consuming THC and not cannabis would still flag up a positive sample because it is the THC component that is responsible for all of the things that we have discussed before. And CBD is responsible for mitigating against that. So that is the reason why cannabis and THC specifically is banned by WADA but CBD is not so hopefully that settles a lot of uh, confusion out there and you can understand better why WADA has come to that decision. So the biggest reason why people would want to take CBD or cannabis in terms of athletic performance is reduction in pain. Does CBD have a pain-reducing effect? Now, I realise I said CBD and cannabis. Like, you've got to remember, I might use CBD and cannabis in the same way, THC and cannabis in the same way, because THC and CBD are derivatives of cannabis. They're the two main components responsible for its actions. So from now on, we will mostly be talking about CBD rather than THC. So I just want to clarify that. So does CBD reduce pain? Is there a analgesic, so which is the technical term for pain reducing effect? And unfortunately, there's quite limited research around CBD consumption itself. Current research does show that THC is the main pain relieving component of cannabis. CBD does reduce muscle inflammation, however. So after intense exercise and intense competition, your muscles inflame, they send out inflammatory hormones, and that's where a lot of muscle soreness can come from. So CBD could have a pain relieving effect in a way that it reduces how inflamed your muscles get. 
However, research is often behind the times when it comes to fast-moving things like this. You get a lot more people consuming it, taking it, experimenting, and research doesn't really have the time to catch up. So anecdotal evidence, which means evidence from people's personal experience, would suggest that CBD does have a pain-relieving quality. Now, it may be because of this anti-inflammatory... Uh, aspect that it has or it may just have a pain relieving effect we'll just have to wait for the research to come out if you do decide to take cbd and try it maybe or hopefully you do get the benefit of that reduced pain when you take it so moving on from that is it an ergogenic supplement so is it a performance enhancing supplement if you take cbd will you see big increases in performance and fortunately but unfortunately there is no evidence to say that cbd has any performance enhancing effects whether that be physical or psychological and that is probably the biggest reason why it's not banned by WADA. There is no performance enhancing effect. It doesn't have a particularly detrimental effect on health and it's not illegal. It's not not against the spirit of the sport, if that makes sense. So WADA has given it the green tick. CBD's benefits are purely to improve recovery, quality of life, again potentially reducing pain that sort of thing you're not gonna you know see big increases in strength you're not gonna see big you know increases in psychological clarity or anything it's purely on that quality of life recovery spectrum so how do you take cbd where is a good place to look what should you look out for so again, before I start this, I just want to repeat the fact that I'm not encouraging anyone to take any supplement or consume anything. This podcast is purely here to allow you to make better choices with the information that I'm giving you should you want to try CBD. Now, when I took the warm weather training trip to Phoenix with the athletics club, CBD is really popular in the States. You can get CBD coffee, you can get CBD Uh, enhanced food and things like that and the way they do that is through adding the CBD oil extract. The oil extract is the most commonly found uh, form of CBD. It can be considered the purest form of CBD. Now when searching for CBD oil products you want to ensure that you're purchasing a product that is organically grown hemp. This is really important because it's going to be non-psychoactive and If it's non-psychoactive, it means it's going to have no THC in it or an incredibly small percentage of THC in it. So if you are worried about having to deal with anti-doping but you want to try CBD, using a product that's organically grown hemp is going to safeguard you from flagging up as a positive sample. Alternatively, you can get CBD isolate, which is only going to be CBD. There's no chance of it having any percentage, no matter how small, of THC in it whatsoever. 
this may be the best option for you if you are seriously worried about anti-doping. But for most though, most people who are listening to this, full spectrum CBD oil from organically grown hemp will have the greatest benefits. Often the CBD isolate isn't quite as high quality as the oil can be. So if you can use the oil, it's going to have a if it has any THC, it's going to be an incredibly small percentage and, and you're going to be absolutely fine. So you can buy CBD oil in many different strengths. You know, it can be high dose such as a thousand milligrams and it can be as low as sort of 200 milligrams depending on where you look. If you have never consumed CBD before, choosing a lower dosage CBD oil, experimenting from there and increasing it as appropriate is what I would say when I when I was in America uh, a friend of mine did try CBD coffee and it must have been quite high dosage of CBD and there were some quite bad effects that she got from that it's having a high dose CBD is going to have bad effects on you and from what I saw it really was not good so seriously if you want to try it start off with a lower dosage and work up from there no matter what you choose or what product you go with where you buy it from always read the manufacturer's instructions on how to take it they might say do three to four drops under the tongue every few hours they might say do it another way always read what's on the label always follow their instructions when starting out and then once you get a bit more experience then you can start putting it into coffee and things like that but always follow the recommended dosage so if you want any more info on cbd and athletic performance if you're looking to add it into your supplementation routine please don't hesitate to get in contact i can answer any questions that you have just as a recap the benefits of cbd can be reducing muscle inflammation and potentially leading to a reduction in pain settling any stomach distress and discomfort and improving sleep quality i guess it's those first it's the first one and the last one that you will really be looking for certainly when it comes to competitions hard training sessions being able to recover quicker with the reduced inflammation and improving your sleep is really going to be beneficial for you that's really what you're looking for if you want to start taking cbd i'm going to leave it there for this podcast i hope you enjoyed it I hope it will lead you to making better decisions. I hope that I've given you all the information that you need about CBD and athletic performance. Remember, don't. I'm not encouraging you to do anything. If you, after listening to this, decide that you do want to uh, try CBD, go consult your doctor first before doing anything. And I will see you next time on the Fitness for Sport podcast.
that's it for another episode of the fitness for sport podcast thank you very much for listening this is the part where i tell you to go and sign up to the mailing list now if you want free training advice and guidance every day then make sure you click the description in the show notes or you go to yes.athleticstrengthuk.co.uk forward slash sign underscore up and you will get a new email in your inbox every monday to friday with free training advice, free guidance from everything from weight training, power training, speed training to mental health and all the rest. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to sign up, click the link in the show notes and I shall see you next time.